You'd like to swim with dolphins, right? I've always wanted to swim with dolphins, yes. Would you pay $50 to swim with dolphins? Absolutely. All right. Would you pay $50 to swim with sharks? No. Would you pay $50 to swim with otters? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Would you pay $50 to swim with manta rays? Yeah. Would you pay $50 to swim with squirrels? Squirrels don't swim. Squirrels swim. You can go swimming with squirrels. But it, would you pay $50 to go swimming with squirrels? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think they'd be like the coolest animal to swim with. What if they were wearing like little squirrel wetsuits and squirrel snorkels? <laughs> they wouldn't. They would like die. No, like, they would be custom. Maybe? I Sure. Maybe? Think of a squirrel in a little wetsuit and no, a snorkel. I know, no. It was cute. All right. Well, come on down, everybody, to Justin's Squirrel Snorkel Fest. Swim with the squirrels, only $50. We're starting it this summer. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hello there, my friends, and welcome to the Easy Disney Podcast, a podcast all about travel planning and Disney entertainment through the lens of mindfulness, behavioral health, and humor. I'm Autumn, a new Disney enthusiast as well as a clinical social worker. And I'm Justin, a hyper-nerd travel planner and behavior analyst. Hey, if you like and are listening to the show today, please take a moment and leave us an Apple Podcast review or an iTunes review. Don't like the show, leave us a five-star review describing why it's so bad and maybe we'll air <laughs> your grievances on the show. Hmm. Uh, you might even make Justin cry. Probably. Wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> that be nice for you? <laughs> But first, we've got news, trivia, and mailbag with my favorite handsome and roguish pirate, Justin. Oh, that's kind. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for welcoming me to the show. And I think, wow, you're kind of assuming we have some cruel listeners out there that want to make me cry. I am. What is it about my personality that you think, you know, that makes people want to make me cry? I don't know. We should ask them. Yeah. Write that. Put that in the (laughs) review, too. Please describe why you want me to cry. And I'll do it. Just write a review. I will do it. How's it going, Autumn? It's going good. It's a nice day. I wish it was warmer, but... It's sunny out. The sun is out. Yeah, we get half of the equation for a good day. Half of the equation, and I am just praying every day for the other half to drop at any moment. (laughs) Yep, that's where I'm at, guys. How are you? I'm good. Uh, I'm good. I I wanted to talk about something today before we got into the news and stuff. I want to talk about Honey Heist. Oh. So, Honey Heist... Yeah, we so it's a game, right? It's an RPG game, a role-playing care, uh, role-playing game, but it's what you'd call like a one-shot. So it's just something that you play like over two or three hours. Mm-hmm. The story is kind of already built a little bit. What basically what it is? It's a honey heist. You need to rob something. Sometimes honey, sometimes other things that bears might want to rob. Uh, you have to de- develop a very complex plan, and also you're a bear. And it's a really simple RPG. It's a great RPG for people who want to get into RPGs. Yes. Yeah, I had never played before, um, and it was really fun. I had never thought that it was something, I don't know, that I would have seen myself doing. It was a lot of fun, and and we played with friends, so I I recommend it. And all the other friends, they had never played an RPG either. It was like three or four other people. Yes. It was our usual um, board game group of friends, Mm -hmm. uh, but they all enjoyed it. I think it was a super fun night. Yeah, I think everyone, yeah, yeah, it was good. And and, uh, we were talking about when we want to schedule the next one. So it's it's fun. There's like mystery involved. There's also no math involved, which is nice. There is, there are (laughs) dice, but no, no math involved. Yeah. So you're a bunch of bears, you're a bunch of criminal bears that, and I'm saying bear correctly. Yeah, 
Okay, so you're a bunch of criminal bears, and you have to steal something, and that scenario changes, and what I'd like to do is, well, I've already done, is written a scenario called the Honey and Wine Festival of 2022. Yay! So the heist will take place in Magic Kingdom Park. That's where the Honey and Wine Festival is this year in 2022. And an intrepid group of bears will need to rob something, which we'll find out. And they're going to uh, encounter some good guys, some bad guys. They're going to need to buy some honey. They're going to need to sneak in different places. Uh, They're going to need to use their bear skills. They're going to need to use their criminal skills but i need bears yeah autumn will you be a bear i will be a bear absolutely i had i really enjoyed it a thousand times all right yeah so absolutely so we got one bear so we need mm, at least three more bears i think you know two more bears would be good three more bears would be ideal we can do it with four more Uh, so listen if you're interested in role-playing games either maybe it's something you've already done or something you're interested in getting into and you think you might have some bear-like qualities that you need to express (laughs) and you like disney world or or disney parks because i have a feeling that information about disney is going to help these bears you know so if you're a disney fan that's going to help uh, and you'd be interested in, you know, playing this game with us, maybe recording it. Maybe it goes in podcast or video form or something like that. But yeah, we're looking for you. Please email easydizitpodcast at yes. gmail.com or message us on Instagram at easydizit. You are going to enjoy it. If you know you're going to enjoy it, write in. If you think you're going to enjoy it, write in. Even if you don't think you are, um, it's really, really enjoyable. And I am I'm super excited <laughs> yeah. that, that we're doing a Disney audience. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to, we're going to talk about this for a few weeks here. Yeah. And. And I'm going to keep reaching out to people, uh, but I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So awesome. please write in. I'll put your name on the list. Honey Heist 2022. 2022. Honey and Wine Festival. Autumn, are you ready for highly suspect headlines? Yeah. All right, here it goes. So highly suspect headlines, what that is, is it's the way we do news here on the Easy Dizzit Podcast. And instead of just reading the news, uh, it's kind of like April Fool's Day every day here for Autumn. I'm going to try and trick her with some fake news lines sprinkled into the real news lines. Yes. And she has to guess which is which. I do. I get better every week. (laughs) You are. All right, first one. Governor DeSantis calls for end to Disney's special privileges in Florida. Disney's special privileges? I think it was actually, you did a trivia on this. Remember we talked about the Reedy Creek uh, Improvement District, how they kind of have self-government? Yeah. They have a little bit of self-government powers down there. Yeah. Government called the end due to... Was it something with the pandemic? No, it's actually the controversy over the Don't Say Gay bill. Oh. So why don't you go ahead and tell me what you think about this headline and then we'll get into that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like I want to say yes, but I don't think that's the case. I don't know much about DeSantis. I'm going to say it's true. Yeah, this is true. This is true. So, uh, Governor DeSantis, a Republican governor, a very conservative Republican yeah. governor. Yep. Uh, so, we haven't really talked about, the, and um, honestly, this whole don't say gay bill has been all over the Disney news. There's been a lot of this, and we haven't talked about it because we kind of do like a joke news segment, and I wasn't sure how to approach this as a joke. And because it's not really funny, it's not a joke. And we also really talk about uh, equity a a lot in our work and you know, culture and things like that. And so it's important for us to be when we talk about things to feel as though you know what I mean, we're we're doing it in the right space with the right um, information. Yeah, exactly. Uh, So I can't, I'll be honest with you, I'm not the most comfortable talking about it because I I don't have all the information on it, but then that's been part of it too. But yeah, also, I 
you know, given that we do jokes in this part, I didn't really want to bring it up, but honestly, it's been every week. And this went for the governor to say, uh, you know, just to, to, we're going to like try and revoke privileges or revoke laws that, that have ever passed. Right. Uh, it's, it's big news. So I figured we'd talk about it. We're not going to go into deep detail here. You can just Google don't say gay Disney and you'll get tons of information. But there's a bill in Florida that's restricting uh, what teachers can say to K through three students. And Disney had donated money to some of the politicians that supported it. And they didn't say anything when this bill came out. People were mad that they're not saying anything. Like they, they went out of the way to say nothing. There was a lot of, in the Disney company, there were walkouts. People were really upset. I imagine. And now on this one hand, they're doing this reimagined tomorrow and talking about yeah. inclusion. Yeah. So I, I, I feel, I'm just, I'm just, I'm both surprised and not surprised and uh, feel that some, they're going to have to say something. Well, they say did. And, do something. and that's the thing, they did. So finally, the public pressure mounted. Chapek made a statement, the company made a statement saying, quote, Bill should never have been passed and should never have been signed into law. Disney further said, our goal as a company is for this law to be repealed by the legislator or struck down in the courts. So Disney is now saying this is wrong. Okay. That after a long time. But now, so now, everyone that was supporting this bill is mad at Disney. So everyone's mad at Disney now because they kind of dragged their heels in making the statement. Everyone's mad at Disney right. around this. And one of them being yeah. Governor DeSantis and some other some other uh, state elected officials. They, they wanted one of them said they wanted to discuss the repeal of the 1967 Reedy Creek. Reedy Creek Improvement Act, which is what gave you know Disney those special privileges and building infrastructure, killing mosquitoes, stuff like that. Yeah. Well, no, I imagine that they're going to get a lot politically. Statements are made all the time, and honestly, a lot of times they're BS because they're not really addressing the root of an issue. But it sounds like Disney did say, like this act is is awful and and it should be repealed. I mean, they, now, they yeah. Pretty specific. Yeah. So you know, look, those are fighting words to people believe in it you know so i'm sure they're gonna yeah you know and they should they absolutely 100 percent that that is the thing that they should do and it will be interesting to see how things unfold with them as uh, politically for just making that statement yeah who's the rabino the one who's doing proud family caught yeah. some heat because you know if you've seen any of these uh the new episodes they there are queer characters yeah um so she's getting targeted a little bit that show's getting targeted a little bit by right-wing media yeah. Oh, wow. I, I really want to, and again, life has, has been crazy, so I have not been super abreast on this, um, but I do think it's worth talking about more. And I've, yeah, that's a whole segment, right? That's yeah, a whole segment. Whole All right, so we need to cleanse our palate here, because we're going to go back to jokes now. But uh, yeah, to be clear, uh, the law is not funny. <laughs> I'm not going to make a joke about it, except maybe... No, there's no joke. All right, are you ready for the next news item? Yes. Which will be funny and lighthearted. I'm going to switch back to my lighthearted voice. Okay. <laughs> All right, next headline. Hoop to do review is joining the spirit of Aloha dinner in not returning to Walt Disney World. That's true. Say it's true. No, this is false. Oh. In fact, we've got some good news here. It's coming back June 23rd. Hoop to do review. Oh, okay. Yeah, so the Hoop to do yeah. review. This is the one where there's like dancing, singing, fried chicken, ribs, unlimited right. beer and wine. Really good news. When we were looking at like what shows are really, you know, do we think would be would fit us? You know. Yeah, and it seems to be fun, high energy stuff. Yeah, June 23rd. Tickets are pricey, 62 to 75 dollars depending on where you sit for an oh. adult. Yeah. Uh, 38 to 42 for kids. But it's unlimited food, you know. 
chicken ribs, beans, cornbread. Limited. That's not like a crazy buffet price. And beer and wine. So you don't. I think I'm not sure how many places there are in Disney World where there's like unlimited unlimited beer. Yeah, unlimited beer. Oh yeah, then those those prices are fine. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not cheap, but for Disney beer, food, and wine dinner show. show. Yeah. That's a pretty good deal. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. I am excited. That's something I would like to do on one of our Yeah, definitely. 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 All right, ready for the third headline. Mm -hmm. Traditional meet and greets return to Disney World April 18th. I think last week you said they were coming soon and there wasn't a date. Hmm. I'm going to say yes because that's spring break and that would be a time where it would make sense. This is true. This is an accurate headline. Traditional meet and greets are coming back. Two out of three. It's going to be cool to hug Mickey. Yeah, that, well, and that's been one of the biggest changes, really, that mm-hmm. Disney, that still remained. If you could, a big thing. who would, the first character you'd want to hug, who are you hugging first? Um, this is going to be, this is going to be a mix between Rafiki, mm-hmm. Tiana, mm-hmm. Pooh, mm-hmm. Well, those, those, those are top three. That's a big group hug. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's like a cuddle puddle. That's, yeah. That's going to be an upcharge. that's gonna cost some money i'll look into it though well please do (laughs) so you have beginning april and i'll tell you like i've never once in my entire life wanted to hug any character even Pooh, who's very cuddly but now after the pandemic i'm kind of like i want to just for like the principle of it i want to hug a character now and it's probably going to be Pooh because come on look at this big yeah you yeah. give a little hug. You can't. You, you can't, can't not hug that. Poo. Yeah, exactly. I, I could not hug any character, but Pooh is a tough one. Yeah. All right. So yeah, uh, April eighteenth, the company is going to start reintroducing these traditional character greetings at uh, Disneyland and Walt Disney World. Both. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Disneyland and the cruise, Alani, they're coming back. Good. All right. So the thing is, it's going to be like a phased reintroduction, though. So not everyone's coming back. I imagine it's going to be, I, I, I was going to ask if it was, you know, staggered in certain lands, things like yeah. that. That makes sense. So what they have here is, while not all locations will be available immediately, we anticipate reopening in phases throughout the spring and early summer. Nice! That's because all of you go in spring, summer, fall. That's awesome. Meet and greets will be back. Yeah. You might be able to snuggle a Mickey. Yeah. So yeah, they've been, they're vague on character dining. That makes sense. But where there are already like modified character dining experiences, <laughs> like we... The Tusker House mm-hmm. and uh, Topolino's Terrace. Mm-hmm. I imagine they could switch over pretty quick. Sure. But places like uh, I don't, like Crystal Palace, that's where Pooh used to be. Crystal Palace, Pooh and Friends. Right. Or Cinderella's Royal Table, where currently there aren't characters. Right. Cinderella's Table, I think there's just Cinderella. And, but they, they usually had all the princesses. Okay. That might take some time to staff, I imagine. I don't know. Yeah, well, and right when you're in, a, I think, a space like that where there's a lot of people and eating, I mean, yeah. there's, there's just more parts there. Yeah. There's just more parts. Yeah. To, yeah. To still well, for safety-wise. I think, well, you know, the Galactic Star Cruiser opened up a, a while ago now, and they have face characters on there with no masks, and you can right. have close-up interactions in close quarters. So I think it was, they're coming Made back. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Oh, that's great. That's exciting. All right, last headline. Mm-hmm. Ready. Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind Grand Opening will be attended by Chris Pratt, Zoe Saldana, and Dave Bautista. Well, that would be awesome. Yeah. And I know a lot of times in the past they've had openings and they haven't had the entertainers there. This could be because this is a tough one because it could go either way. It could go either way. True? That is not true. I made that up. Uh, that would be cool, though. I mean, it's, cool, yeah. maybe it'll happen, but uh, not announced or anything. Okay. 
Well, that would be very cool. <laughs> I got some of you maybe really excited. <laughs> so yeah, there is some recent news here. Also, these teaser videos. Almost yeah. all the headlines this week came from teaser videos. Teaser. I, yeah, I've been seeing Hoop more Hoop-de-doo, of that. Uh, the meet and greets coming back. They all were like Twitter, Instagram reels. And this one as well. This is this was tweeted. So yeah, what do you know about uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind? Oh, I, I know that uh, it's taking over the uh, formerly, you know, like the Tower of Terror. Oh no, that's uh, that's in Disneyland. The, the Guardians of the Galaxy ride in Disneyland took over the Tower of Terror. Oh. So this is actually going where Ellen's universe of energy in my nerve. Yeah, oh, I didn't yeah, know. That. I see the it. Ellen ride. Yeah. Oh, I was completely confused. And it's a roller coaster. So this is just a new ride. This is a new Disney World family roller coaster. They're calling it. Oh, I can go on it. Is you that could what we go mean on by it. family? Yeah, I think it's very <laughs> possibly. Um, is this an autumn coaster? Does it meet those? <laughs> I don't know. We we there's we don't know a ton about like track s- outline and stuff like that. I haven't seen videos. Like we sometimes will look at. Um, I've seen a couple. I've seen like the trains, and I can give you oh. a little bit of detail. A little bit. So. Basically, that they're they're making a Xandar pavilion. You know how they changed Epcot and yes. so they're basically it's a Xandar pavilion, which is kind of like the World Showcase has like Mexico. This is going to be the planet Xandar, kind of a stretch, right? Mm, interesting. Yeah, so it's kind of like the emissary Xandar's emissary to Earth is is here. Okay. And Cosmic Rewind, it, it's a family coaster. Uh, and it, what they're calling this technology is Omni Coaster. Not an Omni Mover. Yeah. An Omni Coaster. So, so I'm thinking of what the differences they are. Omni Movers are separate tracks, right? They tend to be separate. You're not in like one big, like there's different ride cars. Well, no. Is that actually, kind of what makes a difference? An Omni Mover is generally one track. And that oh, I'm sorry. All the cars are linked together. One track, together. but different. Right, but like kind of different suits. Where typically oh, yes. in a roller coaster, it's one. It's one track, and it's, more or less, like uh, everyone's in like different seats, but it's all they're all connected. In a train. Yeah. Exactly. In a train fashion. So, so <laughs> this will have a train, but it also has individual cars on the train. It looks like they seat four. They're oh. really big seats. And what's gonna what makes an Omni Mover cool and revolutionary is its story. It allows the ride designers to show a specific story because they can point like if you think haunted mansion yeah they pointed they're pointing you at different seeds you turn left you turn right you yes. lean back and that's so basically that's what they're saying that this coaster is going to be able to do it's a story coaster they're going to be point it's going to be pointing you at different seeds in the ride oh that's cool so so far uh, um sounds great i love omni movers are my favorite yeah I think it'll definitely be worth a ride when we go, for sure. Yeah. Like, uh, even great. if it maybe it is a little extra thrilling, I think just because it's going to be brand new, the technology involved, it, and you like that. Oh, I love, too. God, yeah, yeah, yeah. Love, love. Oh, that's exciting. Well, thank you, because I completely had my worlds and lands confused. <laughs> that's why you married me. That's exactly. For Walt Disney World news and information. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that part of my vows? That was part of the contract, yes. Yeah. That was part of the contract. All right, so now it's time for A Stumps J. Is it time for A Stumps J already? It, it is, where I, Autumn, try to stump my husband, Justin, with trivia related Keyword. to all things Disney, Universal, etc. Keyword there is try, because you haven't been able to do it yet. I do think one day, eventually, but <laughs> not yet. Okay, so you're familiar, or are you familiar with the King Arthur Carousel? So familiar with the King so Arthur familiar. Carousel. Because you're so familiar with it, I'm going to ask you this this question and see if I stump you with it or not. Good luck. Are you familiar with Disney, Walt Disney's himself, favorite horse on that carousel? 
So is the trivia question if I'm familiar with what his horse is? <laughs> well, I'm asking you that before I ask you the question. Hmm. Well, go ahead and ask me the question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the question is, what was the name of Walt's favorite horse? Priscilla. Incorrect. Uh, what's, what, what, what was it? Jingles. Jingles. You can identify Jingles pretty easily because he's the only horse with golden strings. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. And and in back in 2008, actually, that horse itself was also then de- uh, dedicated to Julie Andrews. So it's another fun oh, wow. Yeah, so it's like the Walt Andrews horse. <laughs> All right, you ready for number two? I'm ready. All right. So in New Orleans Square, this is in Disneyland, right? There's a telegraph message that plays at the train station. What is that message? A telegraph message. Mm-hmm. So beep, 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 beep. And where is it? This is in the Disneyland Railroad. Uh, New Orleans Square New Station? New Orleans Square in Disneyland. And what is the message? What is That's the question. That's what I'm asking you, sir. <laughs> Welcome all who come to this place. Ooh. Yes, I'm going to... That is so close enough. You really? Those points go to you. Yeah, so it's in Morse code, and the message is about a minute long, and it plays part of Walt Disney's opening day yeah, speech. Yeah, that's what I was going for. Then. Which is, to all who come to Disneyland, to welcome. Welcome. Okay. Now, you, you got that right. That's... Yeah, I mixed up the words, though. You can't mix up Walt's words. Say it again. Say it for the people. <laughs> all who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Here age relives fond memories of the past, and here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Disneyland is dedicated to the ideals, the dreams, and the hard facts that have created America, with the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Thank you. Okay, so now we're going to talk about a feature of the All-Star Movie Resort. So just okay. take a minute, tap into your All-Star yeah, Movie Resort. Yeah, let me bring resort. that file up. Just file it up. Yep, okay, got it. And All right, there, there it is. It's there? Okay, perfect. <clears throat> what is special about the menu at Disney's All-Star Movie Resort? All-Star Movie? Mm-hmm. It's only popcorn. So all you can get is popcorn. <laughs> they got popcorn with gravy, popcorn with soup. It's just popcorn. <laughs> Now, what is special about the menu? It's named after famous movie stars. That's not it. Okay, let me reword this one. I said it, though, like it was true, right? You said it like it was true, but it's incorrect. (laughs) So what is special? So I'll give you this. So a lot of um, restaurants in Disney, right, have like secret or hidden menus. Yes. What is particularly special about the secret menu? The entire entire menu is secret. It's just a blank board, and you have to guess the name of the food. <laughs> Incorrect. No. Incorrect. Okay, so when you're in the world premiere food court, you can actually go over to what's called the Roxy counter. Okay. And ask a cast men, uh, member for the secret menu. Okay. What will happen then, listen all, this Uh-oh. is very important. The floor they're drops going, out. No. Oh. They're going to bring out a briefcase. They literally hand you a briefcase. Inside the briefcase, you open this up. This is your biz. I'll show you a picture in a minute. There'll be viewfinders, and you use oh those gosh. viewfinders to flip through what's in in the case and find the secret menu. How cool is that? That's so they said that was on hold, of course, during the pandemic, and they're yeah. not sure when it will be back. But there is a picture of the case. So they wow. literally hand you a viewfinder, different pieces of paper, pencil, and you it's look through much. it to find. I love that. I love mystery. As soon yeah. as I read this, I was like, they were going. I'm gonna buy that. I, yeah, yeah. I I don't care how much that costs. That's yeah. one of the things for me. It's like I'm doing that. I wonder I if there's a, I love it. I love it. I love a premium it. on those menu items. I want. Yeah, I don't know. It didn't say anything, but that's so. That's a thing. All right, Justin. Last one. What is the longest running stage show in America? 
Easy. I got this one. I hope you do. So, and I'm going to give some people in some their background. cars right now to think about this. And I want to shout it out right away. Okay. But I'm <laughs> not sure that this can be a true statement. Because when I think of a show, and if we're going to compare it to other mm. shows, mm-hmm. it could it should contain people. It should contain persons, actors, and things like that. And this show does contain actors, but they are recorded voices. So if you're catching up with me now in the car and at home, it is the Carousel of Progress. That is correct. It's the Carousel of Progress, which opened in 1964 to 1965 in the World's Fair and then moved to Disneyland in 1967 Mm -hmm. and then moved to Disney World in 1975. The Carousel of Progress is awesome. It's an awesome, like, indoor show. The cool thing about it is that it's a revolving theater. Okay, so you're in it. You can enter it and be exiting it and be seeing, like, different parts of the show at different times. Right? So it's like one group is taking their seats, the other group groups might be seeing um, each of the scenes of the show, which is pretty pretty neat. Yeah, but Justin's argument there is there's there are amazing, amazing, amazing animatronics that are, of course... For 1964, they were amazing. But when you see... but Okay, but even when you see, like, the updated animatronics that are in Disney, like, they're... they're, Yeah, they're not the Avatar Shaman. (laughs) You know what I mean? Okay, but they're... But but how far off are they, though? Significantly. But they're... But they're, they're really great, and first of all, they're way yes. better than Chuck E. Cheese. Like, don't get me wrong. Think, this is not Chuck E. I Cheese. Was, I am still like impressed with the with the ones that were. I mean, no, I think they're beautiful. I think they're artfully done. The makeup does a lot good. for it. You know, I think mechanically they didn't mm-hmm. have as much technology as they do today. So just like the colors and the makeup sure. and the lighting is done really well. But hands down. These will be some of the best animatronics you will see are going to be in Disney and, and even on the Carousel Progress. Sure, you might see ones that, like, where where else, though, are you going to see animatronics that good set aside the and fact that this was Hondo, Hondo no. in, in so uh, Galaxy's Edge? I'm not saying that you won't see any that you think are better. I'm yeah. still saying these are those are still going to be some of the best yeah. in the of, world of animatronics. Hall of Presidents are pretty good, too. But those, some of those are older. All the presidents has been around for a long time. Okay, I'm just saying. Ooh. So they're they're old. They're this old, but the, they're like. This they're... is the heated debate I've been trying to get on the Easy Visit podcast. We're getting passionate I don't know. about this. In, if you are interested in animatronics, and yeah. even if you're not. The older ones compared to the newer ones, the animatronics are still so good from yeah. 60 years ago yeah. that I'm just saying the difference is, I don't know. It's, it's amazing just, they're 60 years old. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not like back. this huge significant, right? like obviously there are some things you can tell, but I wouldn't say it's a significant difference. And compared to anywhere else you go in the world, the old animatronics at Disney are still so many, are, are like the best animatronics that you're going to see. I think the only way to tell for sure would, would be for them to put the avatars shaman right inside the carousel of progress we need to w- w- a side by side <laughs> like a side by side. we should take video next time when yeah. we go that I wanted to, obviously we can't move it but that would be cool to take like video clips no, they and need put to move it is what I'm saying. Side. they need to put like the shaman in the bathtub <laughs> take out the uncle put the shaman in the bathtub no i mean that she, yeah synergy no, she, is that synergy the movements there i think that where i noticed the biggest difference is like the, the movements yeah. Are and they are like yeah. human because no, the technology a, is different. Like the human, the, the the movements that the shaman is doing are actually movements of a human being, like yeah. that a human being was doing, which yeah. is really cool. Anyway, apparently, I am very excited 
and I get uh, a little jazzed up about just the animatronics, and I didn't realize that. No, I, I love they um, are just this amazing. Ride, they're just show. amazing. Uh, and it's there's a lot of interesting things. There's a lot of interesting fairies and jokes in this too, yes, because there's like cultural a, things. There's a missing daughter. There's a daughter in the early scenes that doesn't make it into the late scenes. That's interesting. There's some really, and and some of the theories are that she is haunting uh, them oh. for the rest of the scenes. Really? Yeah. Do you remember when everything went when all the kitchen appliances went silly, went wacky? Yes. And he says, "Better knock that off." Yeah. Who is he talking to? Oh, well, why would something have happened the to this? That's a little daughter. bizarre, though. Yeah, it's a little bizarre. Someone has to be able to explain that. There's, I, there's got to be a reason. Just did. Who do we go to? Who would have this information about the carousel project? I don't know. We have to find out. Yeah. If you know, if you're listening and you know, or you know somebody who knows, we love this ride. This is yeah. a ride, like, every time we go, it's we're doing it. Yeah. No question. And we're going to put a... We're going to finish up this conversation about the Carousel of Progress. <laughs> but let's let's end it on this. I we're going to talk for about another 20 minutes, <laughs> and then we'll finish it <laughs> But I do want to ask everyone out there, I want to hear your opinions on audio animatronics. Uh, if you think Carousel of Progress animatronics stand up to the more modern uh, audio animatronics, please write in. Let us know. EasyDizitPodcast at gmail.com. All right. So that is that the end of A Stumps J? Yes. All right. If I'm doing the points in my head, I think I won. All right, let's go into mailbag. We got a bit of mailbag this week. We've got two this week. All right, so the first one is from Jessica, and it's actually about all-inclusive resorts. Her question, Hi, thanks for your recent podcast about Budget Disney. Do you know if there are any off-site hotels that include meals, i.e. an all-inclusive or semi-inclusive? I'm mostly looking for a resort-type experience at a low cost. If meals are included, there are cheap kitchen options, question mark, or an extra outlet for my grilled cheese skillet, or walking distance to cheap takeout? So, great question, Jessica. So, all inclu- yes, there are tons of hotels that have free breakfasts. And the rate, the quality of the breakfast will range like a standard hotel breakfast. You know, sure. you can have a bagel that's been put out. You can have a waffle iron um, or the reconstituted eggs. Personally, I just need a waffle iron. I'm all about that. Yeah, no, a waffle iron is like, obviously it, that's some form of like warm breakfast and yeah. not like stale yeah. bread or croissants. But I'm just not a fan of like I'll just go somewhere else. I don't really consider that or use it. But, you know, no, so if there's a waffle, and then there's variants, too, on, like, the kind of waffle. Like, there are waffles yes. and, like, this. So, most of the time when you have a waffle iron, you have golden malted waffles, mm-hmm. which is exactly the waffle mix that's used to make Mickey waffles. Right. So, you that's can right. you can have a, a, a non-Mickey-shaped Mickey waffle <laughs> at an off-site hotel. <laughs> so, yeah, and I responded to her. I'm familiar with some budget hotels in the Old Town area that offer free breakfast and are in walking distance to lots of restaurants. So, that's my sweet spot in terms of off-site lodging. It's right there on 192, or it yeah. could also be called Disney Main Gate West, and you're going to find a lot of the cheapest options here uh, that aren't on iDrive. iDrive has a lot of cheap options, but the traffic on iDrive makes it not worth it to me. So 192, it's closer to Animal Kingdom. They are cheap, and it is it is not a Disney experience. You, there will be lizards. There might be palmetto bugs, aka big cockroaches. Yeah. And the service you encounter is not going to be Disney quality service, but the prices are awesome. And I'll, and some of them do offer uh, breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and really nice. I mean, what for the amount that you pay and the niceness of, of hotels and and all that offsite is like is crazy. Like you get a really nice yeah. place. But yeah, no, it's just not going to be in the like old Disney town area. Place, but... Yeah. Well, in the old town area 
sure there are some not nice places. There are some places I would recommend not staying at. Definitely, if you're going to stay at one of these places, look into the reviews. Try and talk to people that have stayed at these places before. Sure. Call the front desk and just get a vibe from the front desk. If you get like a rude person answering the phone, right. you're probably going to get a rude person when you show up. Mm-hmm. There's one hotel there. Do you remember this autumn? We actually planned to stay here for our honeymoon when we were going to do our honeymoon. <laughs> when we were originally going to have our very first trip to Disney. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I do. This is this would be what was the Royal Park Inn and Suites. Yeah. Which had looked great. Had um, we watched videos. Yes, we watched uh, some videos. Of the place had this dope, dope like brunch it level breakfast. Pretty, it was. I mean, the videos looked pretty good. Yeah. Like yeah. hash browns, eggs, all that stuff, and yeah. the price was really cheap. Insane. Like Ninety bucks a night. Plus, it had a kitchen, you know, yeah. a pool and all that stuff. It's now like Staybridge Royal Park Suites, and I, I right. you know, I, I've never stayed here, but it looked really great. And what really sold me on it was the general manager, Charlie. Yes, created a video, <laughs> and he's in it, and it's kind of like home video level. Yes, it but is. But it's great because so you feel awkward. like it's just honest, <laughs> and you get to like see the place, and yeah. it was beautiful. I trusted I mean, Charlie immediately. 100%. Yeah. It had the most awkward walk up, it was like a five second walk up. And then he was still, it was framed terribly. You could hardly hear him. And he had this whole spiel about Disney side. It was great. It was great. And he's not there anymore. Personally, I would find out wherever he's working. I think we should stay where Charlie's yeah. managing. Because yeah. I think he was, the, he was the guy. I'm going to go ahead and link that in the show notes. Because everyone here needs to watch that video. Awesome. Yeah, uh, we'll stay there at some point. So I got more to talk about. I got more to say about all-inclusive suites. Okay. <laughs> So there, there isn't a lot in terms of hotels that offer this. There's a couple. They don't look like good values to me. I'm reading some reviews on TripAdvisor. There's a, um, a Holiday Inn that has like a really nice water park. And you can buy a package that includes some meals. And they say, you know, kids 12 and under stay and eat for free. But then the price isn't great. And then they add in like this $50 amenity fee per night. So you're looking at at least $300 a night for this. And for that price, I probably would stay at Port Orleans, you know, um, a moderate or stay at an all-star and just pay for the food court. But there is one cool all-inclusive thing in Orlando. And this is another I love thing. the idea of all-inclusive. We've never done anything all inclusive And when yeah. somebody, like, says the word vacation to me, like, that's it. Like, I don't want to have to think and do anything and so my goal in life is at some point to really do something and that doesn't necessarily mean it has to be like a on you know what I mean like on a resort like I'm open to how that looks but I would really love to actually do a vacation that is all inclusive I don't have to travel I don't have to cook I don't you know that would be awesome so let me tell you about something in Orlando yes it's called Discovery Cove and this was we actually I had a day of this planned on our uh on our honeymoon. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So Discovery Cove, it's run by SeaWorld, but it is not a SeaWorld type park. They limit admission to a thousand guests per day. Wow. It is a relaxed experience. Um, it includes everything that you would need, like towels, snorkels, sunscreen. They're going to hook you up. Also includes your breakfast and your lunch, like fresh prepared wow. meals and all the snacks and drinks you want all day. <gasps> it's unlimited. Oh, this has to be sold. Including, once again, beer and wine, which is nice. How much does this cost? That's a great question. So (laughs) the prices on this actually vary considerably, depending on where you go. Oh, okay. I looked down into September. I saw some for $180 a day. Okay. Uh, Here, spring break right now, it's like $400 a day. Right. But there were a lot of weekdays in July and August that were $200 a day. Hmm. That's interesting. That's okay. I thought it could be more. Yeah. 
That's per uh, person? Yeah, per person. And it is, if you're three years old, it's the same, it's the adult price. Okay, so under yeah. three, free. Uh, two and under are free, yeah. So there's like a, an aviary, people are into the birds. There's uh, there's a bunch of different water features, some of which include animals. In the freshwater oasis, you've got otters. So you can actually chill with some otters, which yeah. is cool. Yeah. Uh, the Grand Reef has like the stingrays and fish. Um, is that why you asked about the, uh, on the opening? On yeah. the cold opening? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Um, Serenity Bay is like a, a pool, 85 degree pool with sandy bottom. Um, a pool with a sandy bottom? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sold. Okay, I have a question though. Uh, and can I tell you one more thing? There's yes. a windy river. There's a windy river. Oh, now, you're not going to find floaties here. This isn't like a floaty park, but there is a windy river. What's the deal? Is this like a one-day park? Can you go? Yeah. Is it... No? Is it like, should you do multiple days? Is it kind of designed to be able to do all those things if you wanted to in a day? Yeah, it's designed to be done in one day. Oh, okay. Um, and so with that baseline for like $200, that's you, you get a lot. But of course, like with any other all-inclusive, I'm putting in air quotes, there's lots of add-ons and upgrades you can do. Sure. You want to swim with a dolphin? About 80, 80, 90, 100 dollars extra, you can swim with the dolphin. But I want to swim with the dolphin. <laughs> All right. Well, you can swim with the dolphin. I don't need to swim with the dolphin uh... for eighty dollars. But I mean, if if that's something you, you really want to do, I guess eighty dollars isn't that much money. No, to have that experience, long... they could yeah. charge a lot more than that. That's. Yeah. Uh, you can also, if you're really into flamingos, there's a flamingo thing. They have like a VIP oh, wow. pass where you can be the trainer for the day. So really get involved with. Uh... Are there rooms there to stay or no? Is it not at all? Love that question. So there, there aren't, but okay. uh, City World they have packages. They have like kind of like how Disney has Good Neighbor. Mm -hmm. They have partners, right? So let me. I priced one out. I priced out a vacation because nice. I got real excited about this. Because this, I'm excited. I remember Animals cool and water. Is. I'm it's my thing. Everyone, I've read a ton of reviews. Everyone talks about, even Torrent Plans, they talk about this is like a relaxing day. This is not like a water park stand in line day. Love it. This is relaxing with oh, sand and drinks this and animals. Autumn vacation. Snorkeling. <laughs> okay, oh, there's one more cool add on they have where you can put on a diving helmet and do a walking tour underwater. What? <laughs> yeah, isn't that cool? That's oh, like that's $50. Cool. Yeah. So I actually looked at a hotel package, right? So this includes one day at the park at yep. Discovery Cove, transportation to Discovery Cove, Okay. right? And then it's five nights in this hotel, uh, and, and there's a bunch of different choices. For this one, it's the Hilton, uh, Hilton Garden. Five nights, and during those five nights, you have unlimited, included access to SeaWorld and Aquatica. Hmm. And Aquatica is like a water park, like a standard cool water park. And SeaWorld, if you like roller coasters, there's some great roller coasters cool. at SeaWorld. Uh, there's a lot of great rides there. Yeah. So for five nights, fourteen hundred dollars. That includes. Oh, nice. And this is for three people. I, I, if we went this summer, Darwin's well, only two would be free. But it's nice because we can do that. But then, but you can do other things because you you're saying like it's one or two day park. Yeah. Well, yeah. So that what, you so? you can only do one day at Discovery Cove, and then you have four days to do SeaWorld and uh, Aquatica. Mm. You know. And yeah, if you wanted to do something else, you could too. But I'd be content paying fourteen hundred dollars uh, for five nights. That's huge. Yeah. I might. I might want to try to do it two days just to like it still sounds like there is a lot there yeah you know like you could break that up into two days to really if you wanted to do everything or plus some of the extra things yeah yeah i i don't know but, i've never been there i get the vibe that it's just to hang out relax check out this check out that and you might do that for a day and be like i need to go back <laughs> yeah yeah I'm like, okay that's be another 700 dollars, please <laughs> no right. problem that's awesome
That's a, well, and thank you, Jess, for writing in because that's a really great question. I think a lot of people have questions in regards to planning about inclusive yeah. <laughs> places to go and, and weighing that in, of course, with the practical things like budget and who you're going with. Yeah. Um, so Justin has a lot of great tips for that. Yeah, so if I you kind have of went questions, out in a rabbit know. hole, a discovery rabbit hole today. Yes, so you if you have any questions, please <laughs> write me in and I'd be happy to book that for you too. I, I can book SeaWorld and Discovery Co. Yeah, that's awesome. So we actually have another mailbag too. And this is from... Uh, well, it's the same mailbag. Another piece of mail. I'm sorry. Mailbag. Yeah, yeah, same mailbag. Unless another you piece have your own mailbag. mailbag. <laughs> Did this go into um, your mailbag? This... No, it's our mailbag. Oh, okay. But really great. Thank you, Eric, for listening. Uh, Eric and Sarah for listening last week. So they wrote in actually with some really great tips based on an experience they had. So I'm going to just... I love it. Thank you. Who is it? Eric and Sarah. Eric and Sarah. Thank you, Eric and Sarah. Um, So it says, maybe another tip for your listeners. We did our own little private gender reveal in our room. Uh, Disney can set up a gender reveal package for you, but they are ridiculously expensive. I bet they are. Yes. And I would love to. I think that would be a cool thing to get some info on, like... Yeah. the cost of that yeah. um, but no I believe you that it's expensive okay so he continues so we just had our uh, doctor mail the gender result to his wife's sister who then bought a bunch of you know it's a girl stuff and then had to send to the room so when we arrived they got to open the box and find out which is really cool so those of you that don't know that's really nice and, and Disney is really like amenable to that sort of thing you can have things sent to your room yeah. so like upon arrival it's in there that's great so I thought that was so special yeah. and I know um, there's a there's a Facebook page with cast members or former cast members, uh, especially like during when there was the big layoff, uh, yes. and they'll do setups like that too, where yes. they can set up your room. But then you're probably talking about more money again, you know, yeah. which is which I'd rather give it to a laid off cast member than Disney, honestly. Sure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. That's a um, great tip. So what? And yeah, and then they said um, there was a the teddy bear on it that had said it's a girl. So what they did was then just like brought the teddy bear like to a bunch of places throughout the park and took a bunch of photos which is great you yes. know and so here Eric says it was an amazing like freeway to celebrate and let people know you know about the gender That's and to fun. just have photos to you know what I mean to show their daughter when she gets older which are framed which is awesome <laughs> so that's just so beautiful and so special so thank you for for sharing that with us and if those of you that are listening are thinking about that that might be a really great idea have somebody know a family member a friend know and they can have stuff sent to your yeah, room. Yeah, ship the package. Oh, another one. I forgot. We Is have... there another tip? Yeah. Double. So another tip here has to do with crowd levels. So using, if you're familiar with touring plans, who Justin is, is very much, that's kind of... I'm a touring plans fan. There we go. <laughs> Something that might be helpful is you using know there's the a na- app. I'm sorry. You know there's a name for us? I believe we're called Liners. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's okay. Okay. You if can... you know, you know, Autumn. <laughs> <laughs> you can look at the data on the Touring Plan site. You can look at the data, they're saying, on e- for each ride and get a wait time estimate and then actually look and see when users submitted it. Mm-hmm. So sometimes Touring Plans, right, based on who is submitting information might not be the most up to date, yeah. but it typically, you know, it typically is. And if it's not, it's just because users aren't submitting as much data, right? The more data, the more accurate that would be. So yeah, cool idea. Always good to just kind of like check it out to yeah. see... I think what, yeah, what he's talking about here, so in he's talking about the app, I think, so the Lines app. So yes. it's going to make recommendations to your plan based on recent wait times. And if it's a small sample size, or and, and this has actually happened to me, you got to be really careful using that information early in the morning, right? Because someone could hop right up, this is exactly what happened to me, hop right on Peter Pan, record a two-minute wait, 
And if you look at that five minutes later at, at rope drop, now that's a 30 minute wait. That's right. a 15 minute wait. And it could literally wait. be five minutes. And you might have switched your whole plan. You might have built your plan based on average wait times, which are great, which when you're building things ahead of time, the website's using average times. But the Lines app will use recently submitted user times, right. which for most of the day, it's pretty good. But like like Eric is saying here, you, you might want to take a peek to see when that time was submitted. Because yeah. um, I'm not sure about the internals of the app, how how it weights that, you know? So, yeah. No, that's a, and, and like I had never thought about that at all. So I'm, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, Eric, for sharing that in because you're right. Yeah, different times of the day. I think the morning, like you said, is a really You got to be careful in the morning. I would not hit the, there's a button to recalculate your plan mm-hmm. based on current wait times. I wouldn't hit that button for at least the first hour. What if, if you have a good plan based mm-hmm. on historical data, stick to that for at least the first hour. Mm-hmm. And then go ahead and recalculate plan after that. Like I wouldn't, I ran, I rope dropped Matterhorn, and I forgot where my plan was to go after that. But I hit recalculate right after Matterhorn, and it put me on Peter Pan, and that was a 50 minute wait. Yeah, that's exactly what yeah. happened to me. Uh, and I was supposed to ride that later, you know, uh, during close. Right. Yeah. That's well. Thank you. I that's really again like right one of those things that like you got to do it right yeah, and yeah. may kind of be in it to know. So we appreciate that. Thank you so much, Eric yeah, and Sarah, for listening and yeah, for writing in. For writing in, Eric and Sarah. Both of those um, were and just Jessica. really wonderful tips. Jessica. Yeah, we got yeah. three. Three Eric mailbags. And Sarah, that's three. Yeah. Three mailbags. Yeah. They all went into separate mailbags. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you, everyone, and have a great week. Well, that was a fun one, wasn't it? Had a good time there. So much fun, in fact, that we don't need a main segment. It was just a big, juicy news, trivia, and mailbag, so we're good to go till next week, I suppose. Well, if you need more Easy Dizit, go on over to easydizit.com. You can check out all our old episodes over there. You can check out some special stuff we have for the listeners of our show. Uh, you can also take a look at our Instagram, at EasyDizit. Check out some of the content there. If you just you want to scratch that EasyDizit itch, if you, if you just didn't get enough out of today's episode, there's more over there. And, you know, like we said at the top of the show, we would love it for you to join us at the 2022 Honey and Wine Festival. We need the most daring, most dangerous bear character you can think of, or maybe meek and mild but brainy bear characters. We need all the bear characters. Uh, get in touch. EasyDizitPodcast at gmail.com or at EasyDizit on Instagram. We're going to get this honey heist going. And if you want to go to Discovery Cove, SeaWorld, Universal Studios, Disney World, talk to me. I uh, spend an inordinate amount of time researching these things. And I can distill this information into emails, and I'll send you those emails, and uh, you can consider the information in those emails, and uh, perhaps decide to book a vacation with me. Yes, I can do that. Get in touch. I'd be happy to talk to you about all that. All right, have a great one, and until next time, easy does it. Suites Royal Park Suites. My name is Charlie Cross. I'm the general manager of the hotel and I'd like to welcome you. The Quality Suites Royal Park Suites is located just 1.3 miles from all the Disney magic. Are you ready to rock your Disney side? Or have you ever wanted to be a wizard like Harry Potter at Universal Orlando? Or swim with the dolphins at SeaWorld, which are all just minutes away? After a long day at the parks, relax by the pool, grab a quick drink at the Tiki Bar, or 
have a made-to-order pizza at Perky's Pizza. Whether you're here on business or family vacation, we have it all here at your fingertips. I hope you will join me monthly to hear about all our exciting renovations here at the property as well as everything the Kissimmee Orlando area has to offer. Please visit us at www.royalparksuites.com. Thank you very much for joining me and see you real soon on our next hotel update. Can't wait to fill you in on our upcoming renovations. Thank you and have a great day.